0: So take um, that France. So after a, a drawn-out trial, I don't really that exactly the title of this this episode. So yeah, take so that take that France. France is absolutely the title of this episode. Get out of my room! Hey sisters! Hey sisters! This is Gretchen and Jesse, and welcome back to your favorite podcast by sisters about that's sisters. that's what we are sisters. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's but it's for everyone. We're good, everyone. Everyone body. Everyone body. You are welcome here. And I apologize already if my voice is sounding a little hoarse because I've I've been singing a lot, not just for fun, but I'm also not a professional singer. So, you know, when you do things like that out of the ordinary, you have a new appreciation for people that do. I guess. Yeah, but I bet you have like a nice jazzy vocal tone now, like. Yeah, you want to hear a story about my jazzy vocal tone? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, long story that I'm not going to get into about the fact that our oldest is now being homeschooled, at least for now. But my husband and I have been attending a lot of, like, interest meetings at other schools, kind of in a panic since it would be for spring. Um, and so we went to one school tonight. And, you know, it's a, it's a private school, university model. We're like, woo-woo out there and in a good way. I really like it. I'm not dissing them. But at the end of it, they were like, let's close with a song, which Wait, I'm all what? about singing in school. Let's close with a song or whatever. Yeah, but it was a parent interest meeting, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So which I mean, okay. I'm interested in music. Well, I like I would do that at a parent interest meeting, but I would really right. expect exactly. to be like what? Well, I think it's one of those things that like it's also showing about their school. Like this is something we might oh, do with the yeah, yeah. children. You know? Yeah. Like but she starts singing in a very like soft, angelic voice, and like I swear every other parent in there also had a very soft, angelic voice, and oh no, you know, our listeners might not know, I don't really have one of those i ha- I can sing I can sing, I can sing very well on occasion, and uh but I don't sing angelically. um and so I was like, "How do I do this because I'm also hoarse, so I'm like, do I?" Drop down and sing it down here, so I can really whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I to sing it really light with them, really high. So I kind of just like. At one point, I kind of like. I was like, okay, I know the harmony. I can just jump in on the harmony because it's somewhere happy medium. Then I was just a really loud harmony and not angelic at all, and the people in front of me kind of looked over their shoulder. I was like, I'm just not gonna sing. I'm not gonna sing. <laughs> I don't know how to sing. I don't know about music. meanwhile just saying like nonstop for two days before but it's cool no worries oh my gosh that's amazing though i i love i love stories like that because i feel them deeply in my soul i have embarrassed myself many a time i just can't like i don't know how people sing like that i don't like i've never in my life had a a nice you know they talk about like the clear crisp voice like the voice of of Celtic angels yeah, that's like, I'm not so, not me. That's okay. It's not me either. Not at all. I'm like, me and Louis Armstrong can like, we can probably agree on some things. I was asked not to sing the meditation music, not at my current church, but at another church. I was asked just not to sing at that point in the service. We would love to have you sing. We need more singers, but please don't sing in the meditation music because people are praying. Wow. So I'm over there like America. So I- Tonight, our content tonight surprised me because you're the one that suggested it. And usually this is straight up my kind of content. Absolutely. Do you want to do a content warning? I know. Like Basically, we're going to have to like even back off in here. This is like any, basically any warning you could possibly come up with. Yeah. 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 There's like, yeah. So it's a very interesting story. But it is a story that has to do with kind of a disruptive, abusive childhood that led then to things like murder. There's that like cool abuse, incest. Maybe. Definitely. Mm, the incest is a maybe. Mm, not, oh. not when I bring up parts of it. Okay. It, well, two different instances of. That's the thing. One is a definite. Yeah. One is a maybe. Oh, we might have to. We might have to hash this out on air, if you will. Oh my goodness. I mean, my microphone has a red light on it, so we're on air. Let's just jump into it. So so basically if you, if you want to hear a very happy, uplifting story, please turn off this podcast now. But if you're into interesting stories that have some content warning necessities, then this is for you. Yes, absolutely. So who are we talking about? Because I know that part of the reason you were so excited is I because can you showcase you my, your... my French accent. Yes, so if I'm you are one of the people, about... um, my French accent is terrible. I'm well, pretty well known for in the sounding world? like the guy from Little Mermaid, but that's definitely not. For... Oh, oh, that guy. I was thinking of Sebastian. No, like, no, the Le, le, poisson. Chef. le poisson. Le Poisson. I can poisson. do that one. He, he, he. Hon, hon, hon. We're going to get sued. Um, we are, you are so <laughs> paranoid. I guarantee we are not showing up I was on joking that time. radar. Oh, that I was, was a joking. joke. That was a joke. Yeah. Kind of. Or really? No, it was, it was legit a joke. How tight are your butt cheeks clenched right now? Not at all. I could too, oh, you wouldn't okay. hear it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so this is Christine and Leah Papin. Some people say papin. Pop. Some people say poppy. Some people say papan. 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 Like pop-pun. I know it's spelled like lapan, which is okay. This is going to be a long podcast if we don't even know how to pronounce the words. <laughs> it's papan. Like lapan agile. It's papan. But well, anglicized. We're gonna, just, we're gonna say this one a lot. So let's papine. Papine. Are you sure? Or is that? Did you just Google it? Because that might say American pronunciation. Why is it a thirty-second video of how to pronounce Papa? You're gonna have to like Papa, Papa. Let's just say Papine. I don't think it's. It's definitely not Papine. We could say Papa, 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 Papa. So this is the story of Christine and Leah Papa. And I'm never saying their last name, so you just stick with it. All right, Christine and Leah Papa. And I'm gonna say Papine so that people can Google it. <laughs> Uh, People that know French will understand my beautiful French accent. So uh, the other like 99.7% of people listening can Google it. Yes. Actually, the people that are listening that studied French are probably drafting emails about my (laughs) pronunciation right now. It's P-A-P-I-N. Yes. All right. Um, Christine being born in 1905, Leah being born in 1911. So Christine's the eldest. Christine is the Gretchen. But there were four sisters, so they're the younger two of the four. There were three sisters. What are your what names do you have down? I have Amelia as the oldest. Then, um, oh my gosh, what was the other one, sister? Um, oh, I'm four. I just want to now. It's like okay, fine. We'll just we'll go three or four. I'm not. I'm gonna like. It's gonna drive me. I'm gonna wake up at four o'clock in the morning and be okay. like, found it. Every every resource I have. Is that Clemence was flighty and promiscuous, and yeah. but all of her children were from the same the same man, and it's all three, okay. Well, they were, yeah, and also there's some speculation around, um, yeah, I don't know where there I swear there was a where to get this fourth sister? I don't know. Maybe you were just looking for an even number, no, like this is really weird because I would have taken an oath in court on this, okay, Christine and leia christina and leia are the ones we're talking about because right. amelia um um although there was some speculation about her about them all actually being related but it was purely speculation because there are lots of rumors about the mom well and, and, and another it's pretty, guy in the town well are, are several other guys in the town depending on the stage of her life yeah and like they and they tried to move away and she like threatened suicide if they moved away and part of that people thought was because you have another lover but if you look at the pictures these girls look a lot alike so they have dominant genes somewhere somewhere um <laughs> but the what's weird is so their father was according to most reports like deeply in love with their mother that didn't stop him from being abusive but he was absolutely in love with their mom according to the majority of sources and that's why he stuck around because when amelia was born Mom married him, Gustav, and he was kind of a terror. And so was Clemence's mom. His leaned more on the like alcohol abuse and, um, like both verbal and physical abuse of his family side of things, though. And she was more just not very maternal and gave them away. Yeah. I mean, wasn't, Um, yeah until the, until they could pull their own weight essentially in the home they went and lived with christine lived with a paternal aunt and leah was given to a maternal uncle to be raised through like infancy toddlerhood but they did eventually move back um but amelia the eldest was subjected to sexual abuse by mm-hmm. their father so then they all were sent to bon bonpasteur orphanage which Um, like as an example of how the mom was like okay yeah she got the daughter out of the situation but she also in that space faulted the daughter and i mean she was nine years old when this started and she accused her of like making advances right seducing so there sounds like there's a to me and i don't know but i mean to me it sounds like there's a lot of mental instability with the mother yeah that, that was like the problem where with the dad it was more of you know, substance abuse and the emotional and verbal and physical abuse. Yeah. And Bon Passeur was known for their brutality and tra- they, what they did was they trained girls to work. The orphanage trained girls to work. So, and it is important to note like the time in French history when this all happened, mm-hmm. because we think, Oh, that's so horrible. But like, this was post-World War one. And, France had, like their economy was nothing because they relied on small businesses. So when Germany paid back all the reparations for the war, it didn't matter to France because they didn't have anything like a stock market. Everything was small business owned. So then they had to like basically rebuild their own small businesses. And for people that were in their case, which is like the working class, you kind of did want your daughter to be able to, if she could clean A rich person's house really well, right? That might be her only leg up. Um, So at least they had, like, at least that was kind of going for them, if you will. And then even though it was brutal, maybe some stability. Well, and that was also, that was also a time when all orphanages were doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, just a few, you know, maybe 10 years later is the setting of Annie when they're learning to work. And someone always always gets stepped on the face. Yep. And if you yep. don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch the original Annie. What song are they singing? Oh, it's A Hard Knock Life. That's it. Just watch that. No, scene. no, no it's right after Maybe. Pepper gets up and walks over to Annie and steps on the little one. Th- oh, my goodness. Girl's face. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my because goodness. Because Annie's sitting in a windowsill singing, fantasizing about this family she might move in with. And nah. um, Pepper gets <laughs> mad. And I thought there was always a sound effect there because every I time I Pepper stepped on Oh, my goodness. Girl's face. Mom would go, to make and, sure that we all saw it. <laughs> and we never, like, I, I agree. Growing up, I am like, oh, where's the sound effect? It was right. in my version. No, yeah, it was, it was like always Muppets. in my version. But I guess it was my, my head, in my head. So that's I was it. about to straight up rabbit hole into Muppets Christmas Carol. But yeah, I was scary. ready to go there too. But maybe we'll, we'll because, do a special. Because <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Um, I, I saw, like I sent you that social media post where they are yes. like singing the song. And I was like, so annoyed meow. that um, they were singing the song back and forth and no one did the cat no. noise. It is meow, the meow. season of the spirit, Brr, the message, if you hear it, everybody knows yeah, I, I was like, ah, okay. There's our Christmas special. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Christmas jorts you can like put some Santa's on (laughs) the. I think I think we need this levity in this one though so I might leave the we do I know we actually we need some laughing in because this one gets this one is it's really dark it is so dark and I don't even know this is atypical of me to even pull this story because it's an interesting story it's very interesting there's so many unanswered questions in it so many and so so much like so many mental health crises that you just feel sorry for everyone in the story. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because they needed okay, social so, workers so where that we don't are, like you're at income. the Catholic orphanage. So Amelia, Christine, and Leah all end up there. Right. Christine and Leah were sent at the same time after Amelia was sent there. So it was like, oh, this works for this daughter. Let me send the rest. And then what I think is funny is they all want to become nuns. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which Amelia actually did. Amelia became a nun. Christine wanted to, and mom said no. And Leah, we see frequently following in Christine's footsteps. Which, you know, and it's funny, the reason the mom says no is not out of any like, you need to figure out who you are, whatever. It's because her whole plan this whole time, her retirement plan is as soon as they're 15, get them working and take their money. Right. (laughs) So, and she did, she pulled them out of the orphanage when they were 15 and put them to work. And they were independent... Uh, not Amelia because she has taken her vow. Which, by the way, fifteen was the working age at the time. So that for one, one singular part of this whole story is correct and like not weird at right. For the yeah, time, for the time. Well, I would think I would think I can't handle my kids sending them to an orphanage and staying in touch is also pretty normal at this time because they're getting they're getting work training at the orphanage. Which that and that is kind of weird. Which it's called an orphanage. But like they clearly know that they're they have family and parents and maybe maybe it started its life as an orphanage. But again, we're talking about war torn France, right? Exactly. Um. And and sometimes orphans aren't people without parents. Orphans are people who cannot be cared for. Be right. Cared like, for. and we can go deep into foster system here, but that's kind of what the <laughs> that's kind of what it was serving us, right, right? Right. And work training and also a healthy beating every now and then. Um. Yeah. So, everything that that we hear is that, at least everything that I read, Christine was a great cook, hard worker. um, And Leia was kind of like her dumb, obedient sister. Very interviewed. Interviewed? What? Introverted. Yes, she was interviewed. She was intravenously interviewed. Does that word actually mean something, I wonder? Um, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Um, But she was introverted. It does yeah, mean something. It's a-, it's a fake word. It's a fake nope. word. I was hoping it was a bad word. I was hoping it was something gross. Yeah, no. I mean, you can make it up. It's a make your own word, Shakespeare. Um, but Christine could also be insubordinate, according to people who she'd worked for previously. Like one of her reference letters said that she was um, let go because she was insubordinate or something, something along those lines. But um, eventually, so they, they kind of just went from house to house in Le Mans, where they lived, and they were ju- doing like pickup work in houses until 1926. The Lancelon family hired them. Christine first, I think. Yes. Christina was hired first, and she begged and begged yeah. and begged for right. Leia to join her. Um, and it was, a good, it was a good post. They even, they even called, they used to call the mom. Um, which they actually had very little interaction with the dad. Like, I don't think even saw him much. Should I p- pronounce their names in French? René. René. Um, Léonie. Léonie, Léonie, Léonie and Genevieve. Genevieve. I have a Genevieve. Middle name, Genevieve. Um, Léonie. Well, they called her... Um, maman. Maman, yeah. And they called their mom the the woman, that woman. Yeah, like the that. woman, that woman. yeah. That woman, so they had a really, really good relationship with Leone. Yes. And they like even a had a daughter and she, you, well, yeah, they got days off. They had a balcony off of their room. They shared a room, but they had a balcony off of it, which is a big deal for a servant. So the one thing that happened, this is important for later on. One thing that happened on one of their days off though, they would go and they would like, it wasn't just a day off, like as a maid. Okay. Stay in your room. It was like, you can leave, go into town, spend your money, whatever. Well, they would go see a fortune teller. And the fortune teller told the sisters, the um, Christine and Leah, that they are reunited from a past life where they were husband and wife. See, I did not read that. I want to know yeah. what article gave you four sisters. Did you read this in The Sun? Did I dream about it last I make it? No. I So fortune teller said that they used to be married. Yeah, the, um, no, the sisters, the sisters did, which is foreshadowing. Ooh. I got another another hit of foreshadowing coming in a minute no way um yeah with your foreshadowing total way um but after a couple years of working for them um madame leonie developed depression was it officially depression because i couldn't get a straight it was just like a mental illness i don't even know that it was i don't even know that it was um a diagnosable condition at that point in time because this is also when we're like locking people it was probably menopause Yet again, it probably was menopause. This whole, we should rename this whole podcast to menopause strikes again and just be about <laughs> surprise <murders>. menopause, <laughs> bad, bad things that happen because of menopause. Blame menopause the podcast. Here's a musical <laughs> menopause, the musical. I, feel I like know I was about to say it. we could, we could do the musical, but it's already taken, but we can't come. We can't. Oh yeah, we can't. Music. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we could write an alternate one. But it would could be. Write, bad. We could write a Salem Witch Trials menopause edition. We could write perimenopause, almost or- <laughs> menopause the musical. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like really long with no good plot. It's the, it's the the, you know how at the beginning of a musical the orchestra plays like a big long like pre-show thing? It could just be that. <laughs> perimenopause, the musical introduction. <laughs> oh <laughs> so anyway, gosh. anyway. Sh- I do think we need to write like a little tongue and cheek script, Salem Menopause Trials. We could, we could do that. We could easily just transcribe our podcast. True. That would also be a script, or just play it and have people act it out, <laughs> like like Rocky Horror Shadowcast. Yes, but it's <laughs> Menopause Salem Witch Trials Shadowcast performance coming soon okay. to to a theater in Austin. Drag queens only. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's. It would have to be drag queens. Okay. Are you gonna call Jerry first, or I'm gonna do it? I'll call him. We're good. <laughs> um, I won't. I want Louisiana Purchase to play me. Okay. Well, so basically, they started to the Christine and Leia started to be the outlet for. Okay, just wait. Did you add like notes to your notes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Yes. I'm, I'm looking along, and I was like, wait, there's another note. Okay. What essentially what happened was Madame Leoni had. Some, which honestly sounds like a fortune teller. Um, Maybe that was their fortune teller too.
1: <laughs> Madame said, Leone.
0: The um, depressed she had some sort of, some sort of mental health crisis, psychotic menopause. break, menopause, something, but they became the target of physical and verbal assault. Um And their cush job became a little less cush. So they had an iron that, this is a little foreshadowing, they had an iron that would fuse out the entire house. So when they would plug in the iron, you know, this is the beginning of electricity, they'd plug the iron in and all the power would go out. And to repair the power and turn it back on and fix the fuses and stuff, they took it out of their wages. I just had a total flash to that Disney World ride, Carousel of Progress. Why? Because when the fuse goes out oh oh (laughs) you're right I forgot about that part and that's my favorite ride I know I did and that should tell you everything you need to know about me carousel of progress is my my favorite ride in magic kingdom god it does Um, tell a lot about you I love it though so much human story um so basically things are not so great in paradise And then February 2nd, 1933 happens. Gretchen, take us us on a trip. Okay. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. (laughs) I can't even. Like, now I'm spinning to the next frame. (gasps) Right, yeah. What's happening here? audience is rotating around our podcast. Austin's greatest drag queens are are dancing about the great big beautiful tomorrow and replacing fuses as the audience rotates to February 2nd, 1933. Vision for this podcast is so clear right now. I think this is this is our storyboarding of our lives, actually. The carousel of menopause. The carousel of menopause. Yes, a hundred percent. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. That's not right, is it? Throwing all our tampons and pads away. Yay, yay. <laughs> oh man. This one has gone down a total. I, I appreciate our ability to bring levity to this <laughs> really I thought this was gonna be dark. I was like, how are we gonna bring this? Here's out? how we here's how we need to always do the really dark stories. Stay up two nights in a row. Oh, exactly. Sing for four hours on the weekend. <laughs> I've been painting a set for two days and oh, then we record. Perfect. Works out. This is also, I think, how they like um, torture people. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are deep in torture. All right, Gretchen, okay. take us to February 2nd. February 2nd, 1933. So the the people of the house were out shopping, mainly Ow. mother, daughter, whoa you just did a huge inhalation are you okay no no i made your noise you're your, take us there and you're you're going into the future noise was oh ah, i missed it it's oh, okay well. you, you can listen to it later go ahead <laughs> uh leonie and genevieve were out shopping um the dad was not there either Rene, renee Rene, whatever this is like the the, the r Rene. kind of sounds like <laughs> They're gonna hawk something up. I don't know. Anyway, so they were gonna all meet at meet later um, at someone else's house. At someone else's house, right? So everyone's out of the out of the house except for Christine and Leia. Um, Rene Rene came home to a dark house, right? No, the women came home first to get ready for this party. Where were oh gonna oh oh yeah, I was my mind was jumping ahead. I'm like no, because the rest of that story is. My mind was jumping ahead to like a very... um, Yeah, this is the part that has to happen first before Renee. Right. So, all right. Leonie um, came back to the house and Genevieve and the iron had like shorted out the house again. And apparently she kind of went into a rage, which she was known to do at this time, and began attacking the girls physically on the first first floor landing. But then, okay, we're not going to go super gory but right. we have to say a couple gory things. Yeah. If you don't like gore. You got a 30 second forward button. I do it a your ears times. and sing Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow or perhaps Perimenopause, the musical introduction. Or do what you do when there's ads on a podcast. I'm just and kidding. skip forward. Press the 10 okay. seconds. Okay. <laughs> 30 seconds or so. Um, <clears throat> we can't talk too much crap because we're probably going to have ads at some point. That's true. You can probably take all that out. But then Christine gouged out Genevieve's eyes. Who is the daughter? Genevieve is Leonie's daughter. And told Leia to do the same to Leonie, and she did. Yes. And um, they continued the attack. I'm not, I just really can't, like, go too much into this. But they continued the attack. Um, With a knife, a hammer, and blunt object, probably the pewter pitcher. Right. And um, then some other unnecessary mutilations, and um, they died Obviously, they, they killed these poor women. And then the dad came home. Yeah, this is the part where it gets weird. <laughs> yeah. The dad came home, and it was dark. He assumed everybody was at the party. Um, and I guess assumed that the Papon sisters were in bed. Yeah, like he, he, just, he didn't know what was going on. But it, the door was bolted from the inside. So he's like, couldn't get into the house right. and had to get the police to help. And that's when he discovered... No, that was after he went to the party. Like he came home, house was dark. Oh, they must already be there. He goes to the party, realizes that his wife and daughter aren't at the party. So then he goes back home. And that's when he, real, that's when he finds out it's bolted and has that's to get right. the cops, which okay. I have to say that is very typical of most working Men. spouses. I know I'm just going to go with working spouses, the. Oh, we're gonna meet at the party. I'm gonna go change. I guess not. The house is dark. Go to the party. Oh, they're not here. Go back home. So I guess then, because I don't really have an answer for this. Did he not try the door when he went home the first time? Yeah, I don't know. That I mean, it, it wouldn't matter. Like, there's, no, there's no. It wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have mattered. Right. But I'm just like I'm thinking he may have just driven up, saw that it was dark, and kept going. Because I was thinking he tried the door and it was locked and went to the party. But okay, so he tried the door. It was locked. Anyway, the door was bolted. The door was bolted. So he knew they weren't at the party, which is all, which is this part's always a little weird to me because they weren't, they never met him. Right. They never went. They obviously didn't go to the party. They were not alive to do that. Right. But he came home. He could, you know, for all we know, he was in the carriage. He's asked to go home, saw that the lights were out and decided to just keep going to the party because they'd already left. Maybe he was going to meet them. He was running. We don't know the story. And he may not have stayed at the party. He may have been like, that's weird. They're not here. He did. He he saw that they weren't there and then excused himself. Okay, I missed that. Cool. So when, um, when he got home though, he had to get the police to help him get into the house. So I guess he, he must've suspected something was going on. Yeah. Anything like yeah. your worst fears happen when you're, when your house is dark, you can't find your wife and daughter. Yeah. Um, and especially at a time when it's not like, you know, women and their daughter had evening commitments outside the home. Right. They're not at choir parties. They weren't like the party. Yeah. They weren't going, did you say they weren't going on a target run? That's a choir practice, but target one run works too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They already did their target (laughs) run
0: earlier in the day. So he obviously found the wife and daughter murdered. And then he, He found he expected to find the other two murdered as well. That's, that's also in several articles was that the assumption by the police and by him was that the house was broken into and everyone was killed, but the sisters were not obviously since they are the killers in this circumstance and he found them. In their bed together. That's for certain. They were not clothed. Well, some sources say they were in clean underwear. Some say that they were butt naked, covered in blood. Some say that they were in a brand new clean set of made clothing, but they were definitely death grip onto each other. Yeah, there it was definitely. um, And this is where I said, like, there could be another case of incestuousness is they were there. There's been a lot of evidence toward the fact that they were in some kind of not like a sisterly embrace like lovers like lovers and this is where the fortune teller comes into play yeah it may have because again like especially leia leia was not not the brightest bulb in the box is that what you say <laughs> yeah yeah i i called her dumb but you can yeah, be no, a lot more polite so had she, like, really believed this. Um, yeah, and there are some, like, very extravagant uh, retellings of this. Like, they right. were cuddled together with a bloody hammer, which, I mean, maybe. We don't know. Well, yeah, well, police documents had the hammer on the bed. Not, like, in their hands, but right. it had it on the bed, which means it could have just been in the room somewhere. Yeah. Um, this like, is There's a an- lot of fantastical retelling right. of this particular... Like the incestuous sisters part of the story has been kind of, it's It's almost overshadowed the poor murder of these people, which is kind of unfortunate. Like the, the fact that there's a potential of two sisters being like incestuous lesbians is way more kind of the hot topic of this case. Well, and there's also the physicians that examined them, the mental health professionals for what they were at the time, could not find evidence of an incestuous relationship. They said that Christine's love for Leah was familial love. Now, that could have been covering up lesbianism, but it could have also just been because they are physically close and they're showing affection in a way that these people that grew up in the Victorian era didn't. Right. Who knows? Um, and they probably had some mental health crises of their own, the sisters. Well, they definitely like, did later. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I, I doubt that it just randomly showed up. Right. Later. And, and they were in perfect mental stable health when they murdered two people, started with gouging I, out their eyes. Yeah. I doubt like, that they were, mm, they, mm. they weren't batting a thousand or whatever that term is. A hundred, <laughs> batting 300, batting a thousand. No, you hit it nail in the head. I did. And then doubted myself. I was okay. You got it. Anyway, so like there's a lot of speculation, and then um, clearly they were the murderers. There was never, that was never a question when they went on trial. Right. It was just why. Why was the question? <clears throat> they go to trial. They confessed from go. They admitted to murdering these women. They said it was self defense that they were being attacked. You know, between us, highly likely. Um, Christine, however, so they, they decide to lock them up separately in separate jail cells and Christine totally lost her mind. She could not handle being separated from Leia, Not Did unlike you it was going to be Leia. No, I always know the older sister is more worried about the older oh, sister Never mind. and cannot handle being separated from her little sister. I thought it was going to be the dumber, younger one. You know, we're young and dumb. We can float through the world. However, you tell us to gouge somebody's ass we'll do it
1: whoa <laughs> yeah i'll really? say so it lightly she
0: tells the guest we'll do it hey should carry on. um that's my Which, french accent yeah finish this and then what's with the eyes man um so yeah the eyes are a weird thing like why so christine they finally let christine visit with leia she threw herself at leia and started beginning it started unbuttoning her blouse I don't know who the her is in this situation. Could be Leia. could be Christine. Oh, it's doing what you do. Yeah. All the articles, (laughs) all the articles said her. And she was saying, please say yes, please say yes. Which is another, that's another drop in the incest bucket. I mean, I feel like it would be like, I'm doing this like soccer jersey ripping off thing. Like, I feel like. Or like the grief rip. (laughs) Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, if not, it's. Like very sounds very incestuous. But what went in the Le Mans paper was she began unbuttoning her blouse saying, Please say yes. And this is a time when papers loved a good story. Uh they still do. But um then they took her back, obviously. They took her back to a cell by herself where she tried to gouge her own eyes out and said that and so she That's what I mean stick. about what's with the eyes. Yeah. Well what's with the gouging out of eyes. Well, also. Also, she had some sort of seizure or fit or something, um, but she had some some wild fit, tried to gouge out her own eyes and said, oh, this is what happened when I committed that murder. Oh, so, so it could be, yeah, okay. So now they, they change their plea from self-defense to insanity after that performance in the jail cell. Performance, real thing, I'm not sure. Also, can you, I'm just not seeing on your notes this i have good notes this ridiculous all caps thing um i want you to read it in my voice i i can't how can i read it in your voice so okay we have almost i'll just read it in my voice. voice okay yeah you read it in your voice good call <laughs> um you, but basically okay, then you read it seen. in my voice okay how you read it how can you read we're my- seeing i can't do your voice right now i thought i sounded i thought i thought i sounded raspy enough but i just kind of sounded like this i do have a raspier voice that's about it yeah And you talk a lot faster than I do. Um, But three doctors, they saw three different mental health professionals at the time. And they said that they are sane enough to stand trial. They stood trial. um, And then this is my all caps note. Except Except that that during the trial, it was revealed that there is history of mental illness. So take that, France. She literally wrote out, so take that, France. Christine and Leia were determined to have shared paranoid disorder. What does this remind you of? This part especially. I was like, oh my gosh. The silent sisters? Yes. Yes. So much so. Yeah. So take that, France. So take that, France. <laughs> um, and Christine kind of was the this is also something that happens to cults this shared paranoid disorder. And it is, we all kind of have, and sometimes it's influenced by a leader. Sometimes it's, we all just kind of came up with these ideas together, but basically it's an altered state of the world. And Christine dominated Leah in this, and kind of told her what to think because you know younger sisters care so much about their older sisters that they want them to to see them successful. So we do what we got to do. So ultimately Leah, because she was being told what to do, was only sentenced to 10 years. And Christine was sentenced to the guillotine, but that was commuted to a life sentence. Also important to note that no one had been put to death by guillotine in like 20 years or something at this point. It was, so it was that wasn't just like, oh, it's France. So it's the guillotine. It was like, no, this is kind Richard, of a big yeah. deal. Yeah. It would, it, even if they had planned, always planned to commute it to life, having that initial sentence kind of accentuated what a heinous crime this was. And part of it I think was because I mean there's always been like tabloid <laughs> shut up your dork. She's trying to make fun of my pointing at the camera. Um, but no, so tabloids have always been a big thing in France and done a little bit better, as you would imagine, France, than like American tabloids, like a little classier, if you will. But I think part of the part of the guillotine thing was the public. Right. Like there was such a publicity around this event that that was part of the reasoning for the execution was like, it would be this big public spectacle. Right. Right. Versus, you know, life in prison. So I think, I think you're right with that. Like it was kind of like pure public this pressure. Is, well, this is. Her. Right. This is what and it did later on. Yeah. Like downgrading it. Um, so take that. So take that, France. So this this part really reminded me of The Silent Sisters, not quite the same ending, but the fact that one sister could not handle the separation and kind of lost her identity after she was separated from Leia and um she didn't eat, she was transferred to a mental institution which was probably just as horrific as you can imagine at that time. Um and she she died of starvation, bottom line, Kachexia. How do you even say that? You, I didn't even know that was a word. You wrote it down she, she, now. I'm trying to read she, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Basically, she starved herself to death. She wasted um, away. The, yeah. the, that's what that on, word we don't know translates to. According to uh my sister's notes on Gosh. May one 189 <laughs> <189th> of 1937. <laughs> that's the way we do dates in France, Gretchen. It's May, May. 189, 1937. <laughs> uh, it was a typo. okay. So I'm assuming it's either May 18th or 19th. Yes. One of those days. <laughs> On or the May 189th. 189th. <laughs> um, Leia actually was let out for good behavior early. Um, Two years early. Eight years, which I thought this was crazy that she then moved in with her mother. But I'm sure right? at that point, well, I'm, I'm guessing at that point, what were her options? That's true. And then so she assumed a false identity to work in a hotel as a maid, which could you even imagine? Like... If you knew that the, the maid, the person that could be potentially hiding in your closet in the hotel. Right.
1: Um, Good on you for the
0: assumed identity though, Leah. And then I thought this was interesting too. There were reports of her death, um, in the early eighties and and my birthday. Oh yeah. I should have known to say that on my birthday. I am Leah. Well, um, and that's like the other sisters. But she was apparently seen by a French film producer in 2000, but that woman had had a stroke and several other health issues that led her, like, basically she couldn't respond she was to anything. not communicative. No. And then that woman died in 2001. And some people said, oh, no, it looked exactly like her on the pictures. But I'm like, well. But it it's, it's been 80 be years like- between, like 50 years right. between photos. And at a certain point, we don't look like we did when we were. No, I mean, they get actors to play older and younger, like, man, they look exactly alike. But if you look at the older actor when they were young, they look nothing like that. Right. Actor. So that's also, how much story. was How much of that was the French film producer wanting to promote the movie that he filmed in that nursing home? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, I mean, there's our story, which is like gory and weird and all over the place and And there are hundreds of popular culture references to these women um lots including our new line of t-shirts just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we do not have t-shirts we have menopause (laughs) carousel the carousel (laughs) Uh, of menopause exit through the gift shop and get your papa sisters tank top and and your fanny packs (laughs) (laughs) good for carrying all kinds of made implement you know pictures. <laughs> it's even got a holster for your feather d- duster <laughs> and your false identity papers. Oh, Lord. Okay. This is taking a horribly left turn. Well, I'm glad we could bring a little bit of lightness to this horrible story. And honestly, we're not making fun of the story. We're just making fun of each other around this story because it's no, a little- we're not. We're just trying to provide levity to a horrible story and make this something that you still want to listen to even when. Jessie picks out her gory stories. It's just the one time. Jesse's gory stories. Jesse's gory stories. Carous. <laughs> I say we leave with a nice little rendition of Carousel of menopause You're just supposed to sing great big beautiful tomorrow. Okay, well, let's do it again. No, I already said my piece. Just pause and go. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. On that note, bye, sisters. Bye, sisters.